world of real and virtual auto sport meets. Mad Sim Racing Media presents the Into the Apex Podcast. And it's Into the Apex, episode 45. It's Tyler, Patrick Stein, and Jerry Isaacs joining us. You remember Jerry from our F1 segment a few weeks ago. And of course, from the Indianapolis 500. Uh, Rob is uh, currently uh, stranded, inebriated in the Canadian countryside, as I understand it, uh, on this beautiful Friday night. And uh, Bradley is away as well. I don't know if he's in the countryside, but he's away. Uh, And so Jerry is kind enough to join us. Jerry has to head out to some other obligations uh, shortly through the show. So he'll be with us as long as he can, and then he will disappear. Uh, But Jerry, glad to have you uh, with us on this one. Well, thanks. Glad to be here. 45 episodes. Time flies. That's That's crazy, isn't it? That's right. We're coming up on a year in September. uh, uh, Coming up on the big number 50. What do we got planned? Probably nothing. Yeah. (laughs) We have to go. Rob's going to bring his blow up dolls. That's what's. There we go. I was going to say, you need some special special shots, some (laughs) special liquor for that one. Bobby, Bobby G will be ready to go. And uh, I don't know. And now Bradley is doing something. I don't know what Bradley's doing, but I, I, feel like it's probably got something to do with stalking Haley Deegan. Oh, I uh, thought it was a date night with his dog. It could be that. I, the, the dog that always whines on, on yeah. the show. That dog is a character on this show. He's a good little fella. Do we know the dog's name? His name is Remus. Remus. It's, it's, it's a millennial thing, Jerry. Okay. It's, I was Harry, like, it's a Harry Potter thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> got it. I was about to say, I'm a millennial, and I have yeah, no idea what the fuck that reference it's is. A millennial, it's a millennial nerd thing, apparently. I, w- I thought it was weird, too, when he first did this. But, uh, yeah, good old Remus, the German Shepherd. He's a good dog. He lives in a crate. He hates his life. I found a suicide note once. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, he lives in a crate? The poor little yeah, guy? I know yeah. he's always whining. Well, when you're wearing a VR headset, turning a virtual steering wheel all day, you can't see what your dog's up to. You got to crate him. Uh, all right. We'll confront. We need to intervene one night when Bradley's on here with this. But I think he's probably stalking Haley Deegan. Uh, now, I know Bradley. I understand Bradley. Now, I think he's probably not here because he knew I was going to bring it up. But he's been watching the, a lot of the Haley Deegan vlogs, uh, particularly the ones where she's uh, doing uh, water surfing or whatever. Water sports. Water sports. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Patrick. <laughs> That those videos. Not that I would know. Wow. He's been watching those closely with the with uh, the freeze frame and uh, who knows what else. Uh, he's been enjoying those, but he was probably going to or he's going to hunt down Paul Tracy. That's what I was about to say. He's he's going to be uh, personal protection. Yeah, he's gonna he's going to. Uh, so Paul Tracy is like the Biff, and Bradley is like Marty McFly. Hey, you get your damn hands off her. That's what it is. Are we gonna are we gonna exactly. see him run out on the track at the next SRX race <laughs> at yeah, Nashville yeah. Fairground? Uh, like, Tony oh. Tony Stewart's gonna hit him. Oh oh, oh. oh man, uh, a little early, a little too soon. And we're off three minutes in. We've talked about water sports with Haley Deegan, uh, somebody getting hit by and killed by Tony Stewart, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going. It's going good, going real good. Blow up dolls with Rob. Um, yeah, that. SRX, a little fired up, the Slinger Speedway race. I kind of watched some clips of that. I, I watched Haley's vlog about that as well. Uh, interesting whole, to watch. A whole episode just about the Paul Tracy thing, That's pretty right. much. Paul Tracy's picking on her. Why but then, pick on somebody on his own size. Did, did you have you guys gone on to Instagram and looked at Paul Tracy's Instagram? And I did not think you were going to say Paul Tracy. 
Well, his Instagram literally is only been about Haley Deegan and crying and this and that. I, I'm going to pull it up on my phone right now, but well, it's kind of pathetic for a 40-something-year-old man to be doing that to a 19-year-old Well, do you think some of it's like a WWE kind of fictional, Let's like Tony Stewart's t- going to him and Ray Evernham and saying – Hey, uh, make this like a big thing so we get get eyeballs on this thing. So well, it gets some attention. I, you know, hey, any publicity is good publicity, right? That's right. And that's Paul Tracy's MO. That's what he's got to do. He just he just picked on the wrong gal. <laughs> yeah. So he posted a picture of Haley Deegan on his Instagram. And it says, views. and it says, Me, I'm going to take this fourth place at Slinger. And then it's a picture of Haley Deegan, and it says the fuck you are. <laughs> That's he right. He posted that, and then he posted all the hate messages that he's received from people on Instagram about right. Haley Deegan, and uh, he posted pictures of like, like professional wrestlers, like of <laughs> Hulk Hogan, like acting as a bad guy, and all this. And it's like, dude, what the fuck, it, dude? Yeah, it's a little odd. Yeah. <laughs> And you're, so and you're I, a sports broadcaster too for Yeah, he's on Park. NBC Sports. He's going to he's going to end up getting that affected. He's going to get the uh Jeremy Roenick like he did in like Jeremy Roenick did in hockey. <laughs> but that was that was more like a sex scandal. So that's that's a little uh, bit more. Well, I mean, there you never know where this ends. Yeah. <laughs> it it's not going to end on the track apparently, you no, know. For us, no. I don't know if are they coming back. I don't know if the two of them are going to race again in the series or what. Well, there's, sure. a, there's a race tomorrow. But uh, do we have a, do we have an entry list? I'm checking that right get, now. Get our researchers, our media research department on that. Uh, do we get this? Because I'll tell you what: if Paul Tracy and Haley Deegan are both in this race, that's an automatic watch, right? You do have to automatically watch that for sure. Now, so I haven't seen the Slinger race. I've watched uh, a couple. I watched the Knoxville race, um, and I record them. I just haven't gotten. I haven't caught what I haven't caught up yet. Yeah. So. There we go. Um, what is the date today? Tomorrow's at Nashville. It's the last one. Ah, yeah. And and Chase Elliott's going to be in the race as well I against did see his that. dad. That's that's a that's a something to watch too. People are loving the SRX series. I do. I think people were ready to love it, and I think they're actually loving it. There's always with it's the same with like this is going to kind of be a, a leap, but like the XFL or the AAF American Alliance of American Football that lasted one year. People kind of go into it like it's brand new. It's familiar. It's not, they know what it is. It's racing. It's football, whatever. Uh, so they go into it kind of wanting it to be good, and they're kind of scanning it, and it's like, is this good? Is this shit? And people, I think, are, are drawing the conclusion that they're into SRX. So here is the driver lineup for tomorrow. Haley Deegan, oh, Francis Jr., Helio Castronavis, Bill Helio. Elliott, Paul Tracy, Tony Stewart, <laughs> Michael Waltrip, Willie T. Ribs, Bobby Labani, Tony Kanan, Chase Elliott, and Marco Andretti. Wow. So, so I'm I, I probably like everyone here. I'll, I'll watch it because I'm hoping for something special. But I have a feeling this is just the bluster to try to get everybody to watch, and nothing's going to happen on track. You don't think Paul Tracy is going to do some crazy shit? Nope. I don't think so. To sweet old Haley Deegan, and she'll make another vlog about it that we'll all watch. 
and then he'll post five Instagram pictures <laughs> about it because he's such a big boy. It's going to end with Paul Tracy goes to jail for assaulting on a female. He's going <laughs> to be the he's next person to run somebody over on the track. <laughs> it's going to be Haley. No, don't put that on. I'm not going to say Haley Deegan, but I, you know, somebody. Don't get out of the car, Haley. Do not get out of the car. <laughs> she made uh, a reference to something about that in her vlog that she was worried that Paul Tracy was going to come after her after that you, wreck. You have so a, she you went have, up on the other side of Tony Stewart so that he would have. Oh to yeah, Tony I did see her. that. Yes, she said she did that in her vlog. Yep, I watched it. You got to see that if you haven't seen it. Uh, go watch her vlog. It's kind of cool. I I don't watch her vlogs, all of them. Uh, <clears throat> I did watch the uh, uh, water surfing one, but uh, it's just just to learn water, water sports. Yeah, just just to see how how it's done. That's it. Uh, not nothing creepy or untoward. Uh, but in this particular video, after the Slinger race, it shows all the behind the scenes. She's in the hauler with SRX people and with Elio Castroneves talking to him quite a bit. Uh, it's also cool to see her talk to Jeff Hammond, who's kind of coaching her, and David Strimmy, who I remember from uh, the old NASCAR days of our kind of youth uh, for yeah. Patrick and I. Uh, he used to drive for uh, Ganassi, I believe, in the course car. Um he was coaching her, and it's interesting. Jeff Hammond, of course, anybody that used to watch Fox Sports NASCAR, you know Jeff Hammond uh, with Chris Myers. Yeah, and that's the crew chief who's coaching her, and it's interesting to see them uh, towards the end of the race after all the action. They're kind of reassuring her about the the uh, stuff with Paul Tracy, and it's almost like you're waiting for him to just bust up there, or confront her, because he does confront her in a video. It happens late in the video, and it's in the same hauler where Elio was. Uh, and it's very awkward. So you do need to watch that before the race on Saturday. It's very awkward. It was, he just was kind of—he was kind of being a little dick. So yeah, I found it. Being? I found oh. it here on—it's uh, on YouTube. You can find it there. So I'll watch it later. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it, it'll get you in the mode. It, it will definitely set up the whole picture, and quite frankly, it will definitely put you on one side or the other. That's for sure. Yeah. So that's interesting. It's got a little buzz to it. It, it turns it into, I mean, SRX is on CBS, major network right away. Yeah. Uh, get, uh, they, they need to make it appointment television. And, and this is something, I mean, you've got so many fans of Bill Elliott, uh, Bobby Labonte, I love to see out there, TK, Elio Castroneves, Tony Stewart himself, Marker. I mean, these are just, it is it is a great group of drivers. It's kind of fascinating. And it's it's interesting, you you know, it's all at short tracks. I think some of these guys, let's face it, they're a little older, so they don't want to be going to super fast, hard impact crash type of tracks and where they get hurt. So the, so these short track racing and dirt track racing is, is something that's interesting uh, with this. It's it's almost in a way, it's kind of like a throwback to uh, the IROC series back in the day, yeah. back in the 90s, which, Very much. which granted that was a little bit different in the you know they would go to the bigger tracks but i think this is they they found the right formula with it now it's yeah. they're they've already been tweaking with things a little bit after each race but i think because this is the last race of the season next year if they continue to go with it it's going to get even better yeah people want to expand the schedule let's add north wilkesboro we've said that hell yeah ray everham said he'd do it Camping World is a sponsor of the SRX series. Right. The recipe is there. Yeah. Take them to one road course. How about that? Let's throw that a in. small road course. Lime Rock Park. 
That would be interesting. <laughs> well, I don't know about Lime Rock, but that Mid- would be interesting. Ohio. Mid Ohio road course, yeah. I w- I'll tell you what uh, to kind of put a bow on the SRX stuff. Uh, I'm one of the ones that, like I said a minute ago, people are seeing a new thing and they're trying to scan it and trying to anticipate what they'll think of it. When I first saw the cars, I did not like it, and I really didn't want to like the series. I can't say I've sat down and watched them all start to finish, uh, but I watched some of the slinger. I watched some of the follow-up and seeing some of the behind-the-scenes things uh, kind of get you into it because especially with some with the tracks they go to, uh, all of us who are motorsport fans have gone to local racetracks of, of one kind or another uh, and had that kind of energy and that feel of, of, of a small track where you can see everything and it's it's pretty small. Uh, and that's that's the feel you get on steroids here. Uh, yeah, I, it definitely I, has that potential. I agree. I do not like the look of the cars. Um, right. And and I, when I saw that, I was almost like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. But it's it's what's it, the small track, and you know, a chance to see racing stars uh, race against each other on a small track is just it's 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 like a, a car wreck. You can't really turn your head once it's on. I may not always go seek it out, but when it's there, it's going to be on until it's yeah, over. You watch it. It's it, I had to put aside what I've evolved as a motorsport fan. Anybody who's listened to this show for the duration uh, have heard me and Bradley talk about our basically our evolution of motorsports fans. Uh, I had to put down my current snobbery of sports cars and looking at the beauty, beautiful curves of the different cars, the Aston Martin, the Porsche, the BMW, uh, and just enjoying the cars individually. I sound like a real asshole saying, saying this. Sound but, bougie as hell. <laughs> but, Are you drinking champagne tonight? No, I'm not, actually. A little, uh, four, four Roses bourbon, everybody. Cheers. A little cheese and champagne. <laughs> a little caviar. Uh, that's right. But that's true. That's absolutely. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you what's true. And that that is the truth. I saw these cars, and I'm like, these these basic cars, uh, I, I am I am superior to these cars, and uh, you j- I just have to put that e- that whatever that is aside, uh, that F one sensibility or whatever the hell it's become, and uh, enjoy them for what they are, which is close racing. I mean, it's the same as drive you know going to drive a legends race at the rookie class at a tiny track and i racing. Uh, it's it's you're going to get some adrenaline. It's a shit show, but you're going to get some adrenaline and have a good time if you let yourself. Yep, I agree. It's uh, it's definitely hit the mark, even with the ugly cars. But you know what? You take some, you take yeah. some wins, you take some losses. But overall, I think it's a win. Yeah, we got it. We got to have big, bulky, ugly cars to protect protect sweet Bill Elliott and and dear Haley Deegan. Yeah, we must protect Haley Deegan. And I was Bradley. looking, um, like Nashville, the tickets tomorrow night are 35 bucks. That's a hell of a deal. Yeah, they should have they should have done it on the weekend of the Nashville Grand Prix or Street Grand Prix. I Randy think Car. that's actually coming up, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Isn't that this weekend? Not this weekend, no. It's in August. Oh, well, don't pay attention to soon. me. Don't yeah. pay attention to me. I'm an idiot. You were close. You were a few weeks off, but you were close. Uh, fuck if I know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, another thing in real racing that has a connection to iRacing that's caused a little bit of a stir is the Atlanta Motor Speedway uh, adjustments that were announced. Apparently, uh, iRacing was used uh, in kind of experimenting or making this happen. It makes you wonder, uh, because we saw this with the next-gen car. I mean, obviously, that was in development. Uh, but we got the next gen car. We have it now. 
Uh, we got this with the Chicago street circuit that Patrick has, has uh, uh, given us a lot of uh, input on and commentary. Uh, so that exists. So it makes you wonder if iRacing partnered with this controversial Atlanta Motor Speedway redesign, is there already an Atlanta Motor Speedway in that format, in the in the books, so to speak, that we could get, that's somewhere there, somebody can get on there and drive it. Have, has somebody driven a next-gen car on this this now currently fictional Atlanta? Uh, surely it, it exists. Surely so, so, so are you saying you think they could take a scanned track and then electronically make modifications to replicate future changes? Because I thought yes. basically iRacing's deal was they scan the tracks. They give you the actual tracks. Well, I think now the uh, the thing, yeah, like with the Chicago street circuit. Uh, there you I, go, yeah. I think, I think. I mean, Coca, they made iRacing Super Speedway slash Coca-Cola fictional track. I think they could uh, adjust the sim track as a prototype for the real track. It, it turns around on itself. That is very interesting. So you think that uh, maybe that the, the Speedway reached out or somehow they connected with iRacing, they made this these changes in the computer models, and they're actually doing some electronic testing before they throw down some new pavement. I yeah, I think I think it exists. I think from I think this was made and tested with some, within the sim before they made this announcement uh, to everybody about these changes. And it seems like people aren't thrilled about these changes in the industry. Uh, not 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 even just fans, but people in the industry. A lot of the drivers uh, have voiced lots of uh, <sighs> upset feedback about it. Um, I don't. I, I think Kevin Harvick might have. Yeah, Kevin Harvick was a very vocal opponent of it. Um, I think Kyle Busch said something about it. Yep. Um, but I don't know if you guys watched the race on Sunday. That fucking track literally fell apart. There's fucking potholes, man, in Atlanta. Yeah, it's, it's time. It is certainly becomes time. You got to resurface it, but I don't know about the what the what they want to change it to though. That that it's it's going to be so much steeper and thinner where it's where the banking is steep and then kind of a transitional banking. So kind of like Texas. Uh, Texas. I don't know why I, I was thinking it looked like Darlington to me. I mean, I don't think don't know if it'll be that dramatic. You know how Darlington is, where it's kind of a banking up high and it's kind of thin, Ugh. very challenging. Um, so, so here's Kevin Harvick's comments. Um, I'm of the opinion they don't just don't care. I'm assuming he's talking about NASCAR officials. They do what they want. This isn't the first time we've had a repave talk and uproar. Oh, great! My friggin' web just threw a, <laughs> a, a what do you call it pop up on me, so I can't get rid of the pop up. There's no oh. X. Hold on. I, the punchline was just we're, coming. We're doing it live. Shooting from the hip. <laughs> okay, I, maybe it was timed. It just came up. Anyways, Harvick's comment was, um, iRacing designed this. He said the criticism was nothing against iRacing. You can't have a bunch of suits designing a racetrack. Uh, that, that actually uh, reminds me that I watched an interview with uh, Joey Logano about using iRacing to design things prior to their actual existence. And he was talking about iRacing. Basically, it was a very political interview uh, clip. He was very appropriate, 
very measured in what he said. Uh, and he's talking about iRacing is a great tool, but there are limits. And you can see on his face, he means there are limits. Uh, and he's holding back, probably not being as sharp as, as a critic as some of these other folks are. Uh, but uh, it, you can tell, I don't know that the folks in the industry are, are exactly thrilled with with the way that might be done. Um, now, obviously, as we've met, as we've discussed, and Patrick uh, speculated as a local that it'll never happen, and that's the Chicago street circuit may never never happen. There's no deal in place that we know of, but it's uh, it, it kind of set you know started a trend there, uh, and, and you could say not just in NASCAR or stock cars, iRacing and Delara developing that Delara IR01 has started with cars, not even tracks, uh, and, and there's been kind of the writing on the wall of this. Uh, earlier like last year or so um that fictional material and, and i said well, at the time i'll say it again and we can bring it up again and see what you guys think now i'm all for fictional content on iris. absolutely but but so here one more comment here from this article and and tyler you're spot on it says speedway motorsports officials have pitched the changes to uh facilitate close competitive racing said the project follows months of testing through iRacing. Mm. So that's so there's there's they've a track been doing it. There. Yep. It's just they're waiting to be used. That's my yep. that's gotta be. There's no other way. So so why don't they I mean, can't they put it Let out of racing? Let us have option A, option B. I said the other day when we were practicing, they should let you let you um set in hosted sessions running the track backwards or forwards. <laughs> that's a little whimsical, but okay. no, I'm not I'm not talking in reverse, but just in the opposite direction. That's I know that's I'm still saying that's whimsical. I didn't I don't you, I didn't it, think it, we were gonna go have reverse races in, in out of our mirror. <laughs> yeah, well, you've seen me on the track. I've done that before. Yeah, yeah, you do it accidentally. Um, uh, but yeah, I know but, what you but, mean. Counter counterclockwise, yeah. It's a totally different track running it in the opposite direction. I, I think we should have they should allow half the field to run it clockwise, half the field run it counterclockwise, and it's like an, a figure eight on acid. I uh, think that's what we should do. Uh, now you're getting you're getting way out there. Head on collision every lap. <laughs> the, the lone survivor is the winner. That's right. That's right. We're playing games now. Oh, <laughs> We're man. taking that a little too far there. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, now that you mention a reverse race, I do think that'd be fun. Yeah, on a clock- road course, I would you'd think you'd have be to bad. go. You'd have to go clockwise to not get disqualified, but you could do a reverse race. Um, I, 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 I've run a track completely in reverse before. It's fun. Wow. I, I guess I just have <laughs> odd ways to entertain myself you, you, that don't you, involve you do. don't involve the blow up dolls <laughs> or the uh, water sports. That's or right. There you go. You're 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 busy not analyzing Haley Diggins. In fact, uh, yeah, swimwear. In fact, now I think about it, it was the figure eight um, uh, that I ran. The figure eight, I was just running it in reverse. (laughs) That way people can't hit you from behind. Yeah, all bets are off on the figure eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a free-for-all. Oh, yeah. But, uh, (laughs) um, yeah, there's an Atlanta. It's done. It's got to be done. So maybe they'll drop it on us sooner than later. But the Atlanta track has got to be in the books then on iRacing. Yeah. It's at least digitally exists. There's a UI for it, definitely. Yeah, yeah, gotta be. Um, so that's, I mean, that's interesting. I don't know. I mean, where else? What else do you get? Um, is that it? As far as you know, is it? Is this going to all the? Is the blowback going to change the way they go about this, or is this just the beginning? 
I want a fictional road circuit. I think that's so, interesting. So then, do you want a fictional car? Do you want do you want the ability to tune your own car beyond? We have a, we do have a fictional car. Well, beyond, I mean, you make up your own engine, throw on a turbo or a supercharger <laughs> or, you know, I mean, where does well, it end? Here's what I don't want. Here's the road we don't need to go down. And that's where, you know, all these games that are quote unquote, not that iRacing is free, obviously. Not that iRacing is a game either. Right. No, let's not be, let's not be blasphemous here. But yeah. you know, these games or whatever they are uh, that are purportedly free, but then they sell upgrades or you know, add-ons and different things. Like if you want to buy a better gun in a first person shooter, you, you get, a, you pay like five bucks or get coins. You want or whatever a special the outfit. You yeah. want, the baller, you want to race in your ballerina. Right. Like, let's not get into that where you gotta, you gotta pay iRacing even more money for special add-ons. Uh, that would be just ridiculous. That's not what any of us want, but, uh, but yeah, within limits, I think I would love to see a fictional road course that's just for us iRacers, uh, designed for iRacing cars. I would be through the roof for that. That would be awesome. No, we I, did I, get I, a fictional street course. Yeah, you, damn, God damn it, Patrick. But but, but 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 you know you're right. But I support with what you're saying, though. I'm thinking like a Hungara ring or like a an a actual ring. Road like course. a big yeah like a Formula One type uh, something like that an actual road course not a street circuit street circuit yeah it, it's kind of it, it's a niche something more thing. let's so put it this you, way something what, more interesting than the Chicago street circuit Ty, Tyler what do you want to see in this fictional course you want a loop de loop you want to uh, jump no you jump. want the Humpty Hump. No, I, I want uh, oh a figure eight like a crossroads where you cross and hope that you don't hit somebody at full speed. Oh, that's cool. that. We do. Yeah, the, the Not figure eight. Road, the, no, the I'm talking. Eight. I'm talking road course at full speed. Two straightaways that intersect full speed. You don't know what the hell is going to happen until you get there. That's what I want. As an option, not as the main course. I want that as a backup option, as a configuration that you can select. Uh. Yeah. I want. I, I'll tell you what I want. I want. I want elevation changes and beautiful landscape. <laughs> you want sunset. You want. Yeah. How about? I want an about, over. I want an overpass where you and and other friends can pull off and watch the sunset. That's how what about, I want. How about a race with five suns and you can watch five sunsets? Like Tatooine. Yes. <laughs> I think uh, that was only two, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I think so. But uh, but still. You get the point. I, yeah, I do. I want I want elevation changes. What I was going to say is I want elevation changes uh, that don't unsettle the car to where I spin out, like uh, going downhill at mid-Ohio <laughs> or or basically any You're, elevation. That's change. just fresh on your mind that from is fresh last on night. Mind. How many times did you spin? Three times in the IndyCar. Ah, in the, in our so IndyCar I, can, I can say I only spun, I think it was twice, but uh, where do you... you Where'd you finish? I finished second. You finished so, third because you're a clean driver. Well, I was going to say, so I only spun twice. You spun three times and you still beat me. Uh, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I feel those IndyCars now, though. I am very fast in those things. I, I will brag on myself quite a bit. I will give you that. You were you were uh, definitely throwing <laughs> some fast laps down. Um, maybe if we just cut that uh, that the, the unsettling of the car, cut the uh, elevation change a little bit. Yeah. That killed everybody, though. That, it did. Everybody spun there. Nobody on the long run anticipated that. But the best part about spinning there, you know, in the, those cars, is you know, you hit a wall, you're done, you're yeah. damaged. You got to lock there, it up right away. Yeah, there you can spin and still not damage the car. 
Yeah, that is true. I, I didn't hit anything, uh, thankfully. Well, until I hit the leader at the last lap, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyhow. If you uh, can't win, take them out. Is that what you're saying? That's right. I will tell you what I did. I don't want to Okay, talk, Haley Deegan. I don't want to talk <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about interleague stuff because who tunes in for that? But uh, I'll tell you what I did. Tell me, you guys tell me, and, and you out there listening that are iRacing folks, uh, I guess tell me or think to yourself. Uh, is this what I should have? Is this good sportsman? Is this is just was it just too much and it was it was done and, I, and I'm a dick. Uh, so I going into the carousel at, at Mid Ohio, I was right on the leader. Uh, had more pace on him through Thunder Valley, uh, and was trying to set up and overtake it in the carousel in the last lap, like a one last ditch effort because he was fast. Otherwise, he had his push to pass. I I didn't. I ran all mine out. Um, so going up the hill uh, towards the carousel after Thunder Valley, I dive in there. I'm good. I wouldn't have run off track, but he didn't dive in quite as deep. I ran into him. Uh, he spun around, and I went through the grass, and I could have won the race. Uh, I, I mean, I could have. he would have been spun out because I hit him, but I could have go, I could have crossed the checkered flag first and been the number one car. Um but I just felt like we, we raced so close for five or six laps straight after a pit cycle. Uh, it was a great clean race, good battle, push to pass being used off and on. Uh, and I felt like such a jerk that I drove it in so deep and just didn't stop in time and spun him around that I stopped just short of the start finish line and let him pass me and take the win. And, and what'd you get for that? A do you, I mean, do you feel better? Do you, I, do I you do. sleep better? I do. Cause I, well, I mean, one, in one, one, I'm in charge of this, of the series of the league. So I would, I just would have felt like a real dick celebrating my own victory in the league series that I lead after that. I, I wouldn't, so, I wouldn't have been able to settle with that. So Tyler, Tyler, that's that ultimately that's what's important. If you sleep better at night, you did the right thing. But, but I will tell you from my point of view, if you didn't do it on purpose, if you didn't turn him on purpose, I, did, I really did. Incident, I re- I you really should have taken first place. <laughs> what about Patrick comment? Um, well, yeah. <clears throat> you want my honest up? opinion, huh? I mean, if, as long as it's not calling me a wrecker piece of shit, whatever you have, throw it at me. All right. Well, it was pretty much, we knew everybody in the race. We're all friends, whatever. That's true, yeah. Fuck it. Go for the win. <laughs> what the yep. fuck? That's the whole I point agree. of the damn thing. What yep. the hell are you doing out there? Oh, I, uh, oh, I want to give it away because I don't want to be a dick. <laughs> You sound like a typical millennial. (laughs) 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 I don't want to hurt you. Get the W, stand on top, get your gold, (laughs) get your whatever, get your trophy, and start spraying everybody with champagne and be a baller. Okay? (laughs) Don't be me. I don't want to be a bad person. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler, you know, you you would feel twice as good about yourself if you'd have just stayed there and waited till I passed you and you took third place. That's pushing it there. No, I I mean, it's the same principle, though. I I I agree. But I didn't hit you. I didn't hit you. I didn't hurt hurt my feelings. You hurt hurt my feelings because you were faster than me. You hurt my feelings. Well, that I can't do anything about that. Yeah, you can. You can slow down. (laughs) How's that any different? Oh, shit. You might as well just stop on the track and hit escape and, you know, go told her the pitch and then just, you know, let everyone pass you at that rate for fuck's sake. (laughs) I just, I, I, I love close racing and I just felt bad. I felt like I could have done more. 
You're you're a good guy, Tyler. Next time, take the win. You need to get I, a killer instinct in you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying like oh. Kyle Bush style because Kyle Bush is just a right. flat out asshole. Oops, Paul Tracy style. Paul Tracy style. Uh, I'd say Paul Tracy's a bit of an asshole though too. Haley Diggins, the new Paul Tracy, she wrecked Paul Tracy and took his crown. That's a big crown because he's a big old boy. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'll take the win. Next time it'll be there you, you battling, Patrick, and I'll just take you out and not regret it. I'll feel nothing. I'll be dead inside. Fuck, man. I, I was in like second to last place, and you're not going to get me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you fighting for at that point? Uh, Patrick, well, Patrick and I had a really good race for last place for a lot of that race. <laughs> we were trading back and forth. What do you guys think of the Indy cars? I hate them on road courses. Oh, they're fun. They are fun. I enjoy them. Um, that was the only road course I've done. I'm anxious. I'm anxious to see them on another one. But I will tell you what: on the oval, they are a hoot, man. They, they are. are just a blast. And then when you get the uh, draft and passing, oh, I mean, man. it's it's not like um, you know, follow the leader. You're passing every lap. It's awesome. Yeah, you get the runs and the slipstreams and the arrow push, yeah. which is difficult. Uh, IndyCar, by the way, is getting its own uh, title video game. Starting in 2023, like um, like a F1 and NASCAR, that's pretty big. That's pretty big. That's pretty big for IndyCar. That was just big news this week. Yeah, that's big. Um, What what consoles are they going to be released on? So it's going to be uh, Motorsport Games coming in 2023. Uh, They have a new partnership, official partnership with IndyCar uh, with that developer. Uh, it's uh, expected to launch in 2023 on Xbox, PlayStation consoles, and PC. You know what? I, I only have so much money to spend on <laughs> racing. iRacing gets all my money right now. No, I, I won't. Uh, I won't be buying it, uh, even if it's fun. I just, I just can't. I can't do. If I want to race Indy, I'll race them in iRacing. That's what I agree. I saw. Actually, I was scouring Reddit uh, to finger the pulse here, and uh, you fingered who? I, the pulse. I'm still in that from Comedy Central. Okay, uh, but uh, <laughs> credit credit where credits due. Um, but anyway, you know, I was checking checking the feel. That's what I do on Reddit in the iRacing Reddit and uh, in the IndyCar Reddit too, in a sense. Uh, and people were saying, "Is this does this mean that uh, IndyCar will break away from iRacing and we won't get any kind of newer IndyCar content as things develop?" And obviously, a smart person came along and said. Well, pro- surely not, because NASCAR didn't do that with iRacing, and they have NASCAR games that are title games. Uh, and then, of course, F1 and iRacing don't seem to mesh um, in any current sense. Uh, so I don't think it will affect iRacing. I think the relationship should continue to be decent. It should. I, I mean, Indy wants to spread their uh, brand as much as they can. Um, having their own title game, I think, is a great way to do it. But they also know there's a lot of people like me that are going to re- play on iRacing and not other games. Yep. And uh, they're going to lose a lot of audience if they don't keep doing stuff through iRacing. I, I love the IndyCar. <clears throat> feel, the feel, the look, the sound. I love everything about the IndyCar and iRacing. I'm looking forward to our next race, Texas, where you yeah. said, uh, you know, it's not flat out and we're going to yeah. have to, are we going to have to use our, um, what is that? Our, weight, our shock weight, pumper? The, with a weight checker. 
the weight jacker. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to jack her off there a little bit. Oh. I I still haven't figured out whether we jack forward or jack back. You, you jack forward. You just jack right? off. Yeah, you jack it, jack it right. That's Patrick. That wasn't subtle at all. But uh, no. uh, subtlety is not my middle name. I'll just put it like that. Okay. So yeah, no, you gotta, sometimes not. you just got to jack it, Jerry. Okay. Well, I was jacking the wrong way. Yeah. Um, I didn't know there was a wrong way to jack it, but uh, I was jacking the wrong way for a couple races. You were so. making it too tight. You got to loosen yep. her up a little. Okay. Bit. All right. All right. So sometimes you just got to jack her to loosen loosen her up there. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure this shit out. Yep. But don't jack her too much. You got to jack her just slightly. Just a little bit? Because what happens if you jack her too much? She, oh, you spin she'll, around. She'll go right around. You'll, <laughs> lose, you'll lose control of her. Spin lose around. control and into yeah. the wall. That's right. You destroy. All over. You'll, you, you, if you jack it too much, Jerry, you'll wreck it. And your car will be in pieces all over the place. That okay. that, that also. Um, but yeah, it, Texas has got the for, turns one and two in the IndyCar in Texas. You have to... It takes ability and skill to get through there, and not everybody oh, will shit. have it, so it won't be a pack race all the time. All right, uh, Patrick and I will race each other for last again if it, if it requires ability and skill. You know, no you know offense, what, Patrick, but you know what? I don't. As long as I'm racing somebody in the race, I'm happy. If I'm driving by myself, I'm falling asleep. I just want a competitor. Just give me a carrot on the stick to chase, and I'm happy. Well, you could race in. Uh, you could make your own version of VR and put. <laughs> like uh, something around your head and then put a string out with a carrot so while you're driving. <laughs> yeah, so you're always chasing that carrot. What, what the That's fuck, right. man? That's right. That's right. It's not hard. Now, if you get hungry, you just tilt your head back and take a bite. <laughs> or you just grab it and just be a fat fuck. Whatever. There we, well, if you were that, you wouldn't be eating carrots, uh, Patrick, to begin with. Mm-hmm. That's true. You could put some uh, dressing there next to it, yeah. some ranch, uh, ranch to dip mm-hmm. it in. Pat- Patrick's Patrick is is racing the Spa Twenty Four with a oatmeal cream pie on a stick. What's Fuck the matter? Yeah. What, what's the matter with you, Patrick? Pl- oversized, uh, double stuffed oatmeal cream pies. What's what's your problem? Oh my gosh, where did we take this turn? <laughs> I don't when know. I'm involved. Have, we take it off the fucking rails. I, I've got I've got a point to make about IndyCar, and that is uh, this video. the The title game stuff is is awesome, and it, I feel like it's momentum continued for IndyCar uh, because uh, I don't know if everybody's seen this, but IndyCar's TV ratings have been really good of late. IndyCar is, seems to be on an upswing uh, compared to itself. Of course, uh, it's not uh, like F1, I suppose. Uh, but compared to itself in previous years, the ratings are going up for any IndyCar race. The Mid-Ohio IndyCar race ratings were through the roof. Uh, the attendance for the Mid-Ohio race in person, uh, being there myself and seeing it, uh, it was through the roof. And then I later read that, yes, it was through the roof compared to previous years. Uh, also, Roger Penske is is uh, negotiating a new TV deal for IndyCar, a new TV package. Uh, so that's in the works. And all of this bodes well for that, for IndyCar. So. Uh, interesting times, interesting year for IndyCar overall. So, do, anything you've seen that that says why they think that is? I mean, is is it something that uh, during COVID people see something and then they go, "Ooh, I actually forgot yeah. I like this." It, it very well could be that you know, it, it's got there's something happened. Jim, I don't really get what it is. Yeah, Jim, they, you know what. There, there it is right there. I'm sorry, because if you watch an IndyCar race, and how, I, how I will I admit this. It? I will admit this, because I don't. I used to not watch that many IndyCar races. 
Whenever I watch an IndyCar race, every commercial break, there's a Carvana commercial. Oh, yeah. The stupid jeans. The jeans or, you know, all this stuff. But it's bringing eyeballs in. You got a seven-time NASCAR Cup champion racing IndyCar. Not very well, but, I mean. (laughs) He's just there. He's there. He's taking up a spot. But yeah, how, how did I say something happened? Obviously, Jimmy Johnson, Roman Grosjean. Oh, Jimmy yeah. Johnson, Roman Grosjean. And Roman Grosjean has been like the storybook, uh, you know, story of the season. Yeah. So you got Americans tuning in for Jimmy Johnson, and you've got other Americans and other people. You got the globe, the global audience tuning in for what's become a stepping stone from F1. You got Roman Grosjean, Marcus Erickson, etc. Who knows who else will come? Kevin Magnuson, maybe. Um and then you've got all of the Americans, North Americans, Netflix crew that watched F1 Drive to Survive and and are following yeah. Roman Grosjean. Uh, so you're carrying over some of that F1 boost over to IndyCar this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that obviously is probably what's happened. And then I also heard that there's talk of another manufacturer going coming into yeah. IndyCar in addition to Honda and uh, Chevrolet, which that would be great for the sport as well. Yeah, it would. I, I saw that too. I forget what manufacturer that was was it toyota or did i just read that somebody said it should be toyota i thought i I, remember i thought i read somewhere that it should be toyota but i've heard toyota um there was one other one but it was like one real oddball um i thought it was like jaguar or something oh wow Interesting. I, I could be completely wrong, but it was a foreign right. manufacturer. I know that. Uh, oh, speaking of, uh, you want to you want to hear a, a unique thing, something that nobody had on their chart. Uh, imagine a Dodge, Lama, or whatever Daytona hypercar in IMSA in twenty twenty three. I saw that. I based on based on the based on the Peugeot hypercar, which is simply beautiful. I mean, if you don't watch, if you don't watch the Peugeot uh, LMH uh, release video and, and don't tingle a little bit, I mean, what are you even doing here? Yeah, <laughs> it's what a video, what a car, wingless, uh, a grill with the insignia for Peugeot that looks like it lights up and that's huge. Three stripe headlights. I mean, it just looks like it's ready to take off to space. Is it still internal combustion? I, I assume it's or not, all? it's not fully electric. I didn't know if it was maybe some kind of a hybrid or it probably is a hybrid the way cars are these days, but it didn't sound like it was a, uh, an electric. I I'll tell you what, uh, not that I was going to talk about formula E, but I've watched, I put on formula E and I just, I don't want racing to just become formula E. I don't want, I just don't want to hear go to a race or watch a race on TV. And it sounds like super fast golf carts. So, you know, I, I've watched Formula E and, and I, I, it wasn't the sound. Okay. I'm, I'm an older guy. I mean, I've mm. had my, I don't care about what my car sounds like. My truck that I've got now, I, I needed a lighter muffler and I told them just put the quietest one you could put on it. You know, I, I don't worry about what a car sounds like anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in the performance, but so in that respect, it didn't bother me, but there was something, it was just lacking something. It was just yeah. boring. Yeah. Something. It seemed like a game to me, a video game. Yeah. Cause they have it, these, these go zones or whatever the hell. Right. You right yeah, I'm like, is yeah. this, is this donkey Kong? Is this Mario Kart? What is this? 
This is not, yeah, it was, not what I'm it watching. Was, I, I tried to watch it. I, I thought, you know, I'm trying to be a, a good uh, environmentalist or whatever. You know, I tried <laughs> to watch it and I just couldn't get interesting. And you're right. I hadn't thought about it with the go zones and the, you know, all the, it was, it was like a, uh, it was like a video game and it was yeah. like, yeah, it was more like a, what's the uh, Sega uh, whatever, but you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it just couldn't, I couldn't get into it. I even tried, I'm more of an off-road guy in, in real life. I even tried watching the, the new off-road electric series mm-hmm. and same thing. I mean, I, I watched a race or two and, um, I, it, it was novel, but I just couldn't keep watching it. It just really doesn't do it for me. Yeah. It's, I want to see racecraft and race moves. I don't want to see that much technical aspect, you know, a little DRS to push to pass. Okay, sure. But let's leave it at that. Let's not get too difficult. You know, I want to see yeah. the, I want to see, especially on a road course. Uh, it's a beautiful rhythm. I want to see that rhythm. I want to see mechanical the guys- failure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of it. Yeah. So yeah, that's my take on that. Super fast golf carts. No, thanks. Yeah. I'm let's, with you. Let's, but, but that, that Peugeot does look, it just oh, you know, it's beautiful. Even if it's part electric, uh, as long as it's got internal combustion, it, it just looks badass. Yeah. So supposedly, Dodge a Dodge brand version of this with Dodge branding that'll look similar is uh, being considered for IMSA in 2023. I think it's very exciting, very exciting that uh, basically the the WEC uh, car class, top car class, hypercar, and the top class of IMSA will be compatible and can race in the same races if they so choose. That's very exciting news uh, and a step in the right direction. That would be fun. Absolutely. The more, the more classes um, you can add or the more competitors within a class always makes it more exciting. Yeah, without a doubt. So we're going to take a break here Uh, on the other side of the break. uh, We're going to talk to Patrick about some building that he's doing and testing his patience. Uh, And we're going to get into F1 picks of the week. It's all coming up. We'll be right back on Into the Apex. This episode of Into the Apex is brought to you by Roscoe Wheels. Roscoe Wheels is confidence-inspiring aluminum. This means confidence in quality and confidence in self. Confidence in quality, meaning they want their customers to know that their wheels are produced to the highest standard and tested to be as strong as anything on the market and are designed to keep you safe. Confidence in self, meaning they want their styles and fitness to make customers feel the way you did when you walked into high school with a brand new pair of shiny shoes, giving you the confidence in yourself when you show up, whether it be to work or any event, knowing you look awesome. Roscoe Wheels offers free shipping within Canada and flat rate shipping in the USA. Find your new look today at roscoewheels.com. This episode of Into the Apex podcast is also brought to you in part by the racing fans at Great Hire Staffing. Whether you need help hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire can help. Hiring good people is hard work. Great Hire HR does it quickly and economically so you can focus on what's important, running your business. Check them out online at www.greathirehr.com. Finally, this episode is sponsored by Bad Weather Brewing Company out of St. Paul, Minnesota. With craft brews like the Immortal Toast Infused White Stout or the Red Vein Red IPA on tap or in the can, it's how endurance drivers like us celebrate post-race. Find your new favorite craft beer and order your mugs online 
at badweatherbrewery.com. And we're back on Into the Apex. Uh, Patrick Stein has uh, done a lot of upgrading in the past year uh, that he's been on iRacing. Uh, and I, I give him a lot of credit for that. Uh, he's definitely got better equipment than me overall. And uh, putting the time and the investment into his uh, craft and hobby here. Uh, Patrick, I know you uh, I know you got a formula wheel a while back. But for a while there, your quote-unquote rig uh, was... I. I what was it like an ironing board with a, a wheel and pedals is kind of how you described it. Uh, um, it was probably something more meant for uh, like a little kid that's using it for like the <laughs> PlayStation five or something. Yeah. Or like their if Xbox. You, if you slid down, you'd be uh, riding it with your crotch basically. And that, and also trying to get out of it when I finished racing, it was, I felt like my knee was going to explode or my back <laughs> was stuck. <laughs> And I'm only 31 and I'm starting, <laughs> I'm starting to become a big boy and get a dad bod without the dad responsibilities. So <laughs> yeah, it's time to be a big boy. Now you get a, get a big boy, uh, a big and tall rig. Uh, bigger <laughs> and taller. Bigger. Yes. But not, not a big boy one because, uh, apparently it's very form fitting. So tell us, what did you get? Tell us what you got. I got a track racer uh, TR one eighty. I I believe is the model number on it. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm googling it right now. Track racer TR one TR eighty. Yep, my mistake. Sorry, been drinking with with, with what seat? it right. Which seat? Uh, GT with, or rally? GT seat. Ooh, that's nice. I'm looking at it. It looks great to me. So is this that aluminum? That eighty twenty aluminum? Yes. Or, uh, excuse me, aluminium. whatever (laughs) whatever the hell it is i will tell you this right now for anybody who hasn't set one of these up before and who is not mechanically inclined make sure you know somebody who's mechanically inclined (laughs) that that's why how long did it take you to put together oh fuck man is it no no is it put together is it put together define put together completely put together patrick don't let's let's not stall is it put together for racing purposes, yes. Not for all the additional add-ons that I got. Okay, so okay. So give us a percentage. You you've got <laughs> you know fifty percent more work to do. Twenty percent. I'd say about I got about at most fifteen percent left. That's okay. not bad. So you've That's got a seat. You got pedals. You got a steering wheel. And the, and everything's all mounted on that. It's just I have to get, uh, hook up the keyboard tray and then the mouse tray. And then I think it came with a cup holder too, but I don't know where the <laughs> fuck it is. Jesus Christ, Patrick! A is cup this, holder? Is this, is this yeah, Aston, man. Is this the Aston Martin of Riggs? What is this? No, is it, does it have Bruce a Perry's got the Aston Martin of uh, yeah. Bruce Bruce Perry's got the best rig of all of us. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, question: No, no homo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <by the> way. <laughs> How many times have you moved your seat to adjust it and your pedals? I mean, did you get it right the first time? Oh no. No, um, the seat I haven't had to move. It's been the the upper arms for where my wheelbase is. I had them way too close before, to the point of I couldn't even get the steering wheel because my steering wheel detaches. 
mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't get the steering wheel. I couldn't put it on because it was so close to my chest. <laughs> <laughs> because I apparently can't measure and didn't think to measure and <sighs> isn't it isn't it demoralizing when the steering wheel brushes against your fat roll yeah. patrick well it was the top <laughs> part of my chest it was like that, my the, boobs your my your, boobs. Mil- your milk bags my, mo- oh, my man boobs. oh my god don't flex while you're driving <laughs> I, I, what am i gonna flex my fat no <laughs> oh wow it's, it's more of taking a really deep breath it pushes it out jerry yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna ask earlier with all these options if you had a vibrating seat, but with, <laughs> if you're talking about milk bags, now I got yeah. a whole different picture. <laughs> uh, no, if I if I got a vibrating been, if I got a vibrating seat, I'm gonna get open an OnlyFans and try to make some money out of it. <laughs> get, Jer- get some Jerry. monetary value from it. Jerry, have you ever been? You've never been the fat kid. Have you ever? I, of course, you were in Indianapolis with me. You're you're an in shape gentleman. I, uh, I am I am not in shape, but I am not, well. Uh, I am not over. I am not tremendously overweight. You're not obese. Have you no. ever? Have you ever been obese? No. I have. I have. I know what it was like in my younger days. I've I've since gotten myself into decent shape, but uh, to, y- you must experience uh, going to a Golden Corral buffet. And uh, going right for the dessert bar at the buffet, and, <laughs> and and filling and filling up a plate. Now, mind you, not a bowl, not a cone, a plate with soft serve ice cream. Well, I thought did, you were just going to say you, you just dunk your head in the chocolate. Did bowl. you know? Did you know, Jerry, that that when you're the fat kid at the Golden Corral dessert buffet, putting soft serve on a plate, the soft serve doesn't sit very stably in a plate. <laughs> and, and if you round a corner way too sharply and quickly. Because you're so eager to get back to your table and dig into the soft serve on the plate, it'll slide the hell off the plate. Oh my god, I did not know that. Did you that, get some on your shoes? It's slick. It'll slide off the plate. Did you get it on your shoes? You, you get it all over the place. Oh right? my and you gosh. look like the slob that you rightfully are. But anyway, oh. what, yeah, what are we you're talking walking about? around with a plate of fucking ice cream for fuck's yeah. sake. Who puts ice cream on a plate? The fat kid at bu- at the buffet. That's oh my yeah, god. apparently. Shit. So, so what we were talking about, Patrick's uh, uh, rig here. Uh, and and Patrick, it's uh, so. Does it fit you now? It, it fits me better. Yes, and it's not like I'm a enormous gentleman. You know, I'm five foot eleven. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's get a ding ding. Let's ding ding. Five foot eleven. I'm about two hundred and twenty, two hundred thirty pounds. You know, I I used to be really nail, you know, really thin. So this is, I consider myself fat, but I'm not really. Yeah. I'm not 400 pounds like Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, you, you don't sound like you have sleep apnea. No, no. no th- give me another five years, I will. Yeah. Um. So any single <laughs> ladies are look are uh, so, looking for a guy with a dad bod. I'm right here. Right, so so did you have to get an extra size C? Um. There was an option for one. I did not, and um, I still fit in the seat. Well, good. But, give it another 10 pounds it's like it's gonna be like a a really tight hot dog in a bun so it's it's like in what's wrong with that there you go you have incentive to lose some weight is so you'll fit in your track racer seat this is all this is meant to shame you pet jerry you haven't been the fat kid until you've been i haven't a clothing until you've been to a clothing store and have five people helping you fi- find a size that fits you. That's humiliating. Oh, oh my god! That's humiliating. Or you oh try to gosh. find pants because your waist is bigger than the length of your pants. Or you only wear drawstring pants because, of course, 
Yep. Sweatpants. You, you wear sweatpants to, to fancy events. Oh my gosh. Or, or basketball or, shorts. Or, or your court date, depending on okay. what your lifestyle's like. So yeah, whatever your uh however you're feeling. Think it's gonna be tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patrick, we, we we're not meant to shame you, but I but you went down that road. We had to travel down, and shame. I'm 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 with shame. you. Shame. I know that road. I know that road. But um, all things considered, this thing is much better than what I had. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with my old rig. I'm going to try and find a sucker for that seat because there's always a sucker for a seat, as they say. Send it to me for free. So where where is your new rig in your... It's in my basement. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know if you had it like right in the living room, in your what? bedroom. Oh, no, it's in my Jer- basement. Jerry, your rig is in your basement, isn't it? It is in the basement, yes. What, what is with rigs in the basement? Is this a... Well, when you live in the Midwest, um, I don't Which know. Which you well, do. I, I don't know if you guys have basements there, but I kind of do. Here I don't a have basement. a basement. Well, I okay. live in an apartment, though. Well, houses have basements here, and the basement is cool. Yep. It's a lot of open space. Yep. It's perfect. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. Yep. Plus, like you can run wires cable. like an Ethernet cable, you know, directly to your modem and not have to worry about, oh, I don't want to have wires sticking out everywhere. True. Less chance of sweating because it's always cooler in the basement. Yes, always cooler. Now, Patrick, do you have a fan on you? Oh, uh, 100%. Ah. Does it speed up like with the speed of the car? No. Oh. You're not there yet. No. I, I, I got this fan at uh, uh, Menards, and you just click it up. It's got setting one, setting two, and setting three. So, so do you change like setting three is IndyCar, setting one is uh, the <laughs> Mazda? No, setting three is uh, I'm sweating like a fat kid at a Mexican <laughs> buffet. <laughs> setting two is like okay, I just went out for a fast-paced walk around the block, and number one is oh, there's a light mist on my forehead, so there I'm gonna put a light there. mist. Now, now, do you sweat often when you race? I sweat when I eat, man. Come on. So, so, <laughs> so you, you, brought you, it, you, you brought it up, Tyler. I, we've raced before, and at the end of the race, you're like, all right, I got to go take a shower. I've been sweating. Mm-hmm. Do you sweat when you race? I do. If, it's, if there is a lot of, especially on road courses, when there's a lot of rhythm involved and I'm racing closely with somebody, I think adrenaline heats me up, but also just working the steering wheel. And I also, problem I have, I shouldn't do it, but I can't stop myself as I death grip the wheel when I'm when I'm wheeling that car. I death grip the wheel. My hands hurt. I hurt my hands. Their hand, my hands are sore. When I have long straightaways, I have to kind of unclench my hands, and I just can't. There's nothing I can do to stop it. I do it. I know I shouldn't, but I, I can't stop myself. So that's interesting because my my finger, one of my fingers on my writing hand, is actually bent because I death grip my pen or pencil so much when I write and that's my tendon tendency even in sports I do that but I haven't noticed I'm going to pay attention I usually you know anything I'm doing I have that death grip attitude I'll pay attention next time I race and see if I do it in racing as well I mean we're athletes man I don't I mean there's just nothing else to it right well well the thing about everything I've talked to any athlete in any sport they say you don't want a death grip you want a loose grip yeah but, but, <laughs> but we all agree we're athletes, right, Patrick? Oh, yeah. You're uh, an athlete. Uh, sure. You're an athlete. We, we're going to get jerseys and have, yeah, 
Yeah, where Walk is in. that jersey and in my race too? It's been a year since I joined this team. <laughs> for fuck's sake, come on. Yeah, that's true. Now, uh, oh, I, I'll save this for the end of the show. I'll save it for the end of the show. I'll tell every, we we made an accomplishment, everybody, and I'll you have to wait to the end. That's the hacky tease. Um, shall we move on to Formula One? Well, wait a minute. I have one last time. What, what so, do you go so, so uh, Patrick, when are you going to get your rig finished? When are you going to get the cup yeah, holder on? Get the fifteen percent. Mm. Do you think do you it's going to make you faster? Oh, the, the extra fifteen percent is not going to make me any faster. I don't think the rig's going to make me any faster. But I'm, I won't, you know, pop it. You know, I'll tear a meniscus or an ACL trying to get out of it, like my old <laughs> yeah. rig. So we'll, we'll put you so, on the injured. So, so my question: Do you need help putting the cup holder on? No, it's just laziness. Okay. Quite honestly. That's just how I roll. I'm a lazy son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> well, we're, you know, in the podcast, we'll check back in a year. Yeah. See we'll if see. you got your cup holder on or not. They're sitting in the boxes on the floor right next to me. So you know. I believe you. I believe how, you. They're how right many, there. How many times have you spilled your drink? Is it going to take? I don't, I've never spilled my drink. It's just, I have it like on some crappy little Ikea side table that for some reason it's unleveled and, and it, when every time I touch it, it, it rocks and it just. You know why you don't spill your drink, right? Because you're not wearing a fucking VR headset. <laughs> Do I look like a VR snob? Come on. No, you and me are. We're, we have an alliance in that sense. These and are, I'm, I'm with you guys. I am. I'm no interest. You, in Do you know what I you, you know what makes me so happy? The idea of makes me so happy. Haley Deegan. Yes, but also Rob. Um. Rob or Bar- Bradley in their VR headsets with a bottle of water that they've placed in a place that they'll remember trying to drink on a straightaway and they hold it up to their mouths, but they misjudged and it's at their chin and they just pour the water all over their chest. Okay. Now, wait a that minute. That makes me so happy. Next time you are at Bradley's and he's playing on his sim, you need to exchange the liquid in his water bottle. For urine. I, I'm going to let you decide whether oh. it's X-lax or urine or whatever you want, but I'm just saying you need to swap something. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the advantage of non-VR. Yep. See what's <laughs> going on around you. <laughs> Situational awareness. You could break into these guys' house and take everything they own but the rig. <laughs> They're out of luck. They don't know what's going on. They can't see or hear. They're in a completely different reality. Yep, and that's their damn fault. That's right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> F1 picks coming up as we close out this episode 45. <laughs> How do you like that? Hmm? Is your heart racing? And now, no. the Into the Apex Formula One Fantasy League Picks of the Week. And it's happened immediately. This is amazing. Oh, oh the F1 picks of the week. It's Silverstone, and it's a unique weekend for Formula One with a sprint race paying points to the top three on Saturday at Silverstone. A very short race. Also an interesting week in Formula One because the next year's Formula One car uh, design was released uh, in full detail uh, this week, Uh, and it's a beautiful car. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see it, uh, but it's uh, a little bit smaller in some ways. 
uh, and it's much curvier. Oh, it's it's a uh, it's got some curves to it. It's very rounded in all areas. I I saw it and I thought it was very pretty. Would be the word I would very use. Pretty. Um, very I, pretty. I am not technical enough to look at it and say, "Ooh, I see they changed this and this and that." What I read was they made it a much what's the right word simpler car. Yeah, more racier according to the drivers. Right, right. So, um, you know, it they they made it look very pretty, but it's still an F one car to me. Yeah, I, I, it does. Yeah, it looks, it looks not dramatically different, uh, but it looks. I like it. It looks better. It's not. It's the roundingness. I mean, adding more curves is never a bad thing. Yeah, but did you did you really like it because of the body shape, or did you like it because of the color scheme on that particular car? That's what I can't distinguish. I need to see yeah. two cars in the identical color to see I, now, what the difference is. Today, I did see all of the teams in F1 put out what the car would look like in the current liveries for Formula One cars. Liveries? Liveries. Liveries? It's, it's not, it's liveries. Everybody corrects me. <laughs> I know, that's why. Liver, liver, <laughs> liver, liver. Like the all organ. Right. Everybody mm. everybody gives me shit after, after this podcast. Uh, I said it right the first time for once. <laughs> but yeah, everybody, uh, they put out their liveries, their liveries, mm. livery, liver, liver, liver. Um, Lover? Uh, they put out their lovers? Their liveries. Their lovers. Yes, correct. In the 2021 <laughs> version of the car. <laughs> Tyler's getting confused. All right, I'm trying on. to remember what year. Uh, so anyhow, so F1 picks of the week. So first, let's do some bullet points uh, via Formula1.com. Uh, Mercedes upgrades appear to have helped close the gap to Red Bull. Uh, Lewis Hamilton Mercedes... Uh, seem to be a little bit closer to the Red Bulls, which Red Bull's been winning of late and winning that battle. Uh, number two, Hamilton had to go to new lengths to wrestle back control. Uh, last couple weeks have been tough for him. Uh, I mean, there's no better place or time than Silverstone for Lewis Hamilton uh, to claw his way back uh, to the top and to domination. Um, it looks like Mercedes is on its way. Uh, number three, Russell is in good shape to score his first points for Williams. Number four, midfield one to watch and sprint uh, with field brilliantly close. Uh, so cars like the Ferraris, the McLarens, the Williams, the Alpines, Aston. I mean, basically everybody but the Red Bulls uh, and the Mercedes. It's going to be close in the sprint race. It's going to be pretty crazy midfield. Um, a little bit less practice. Um, and yeah, so those are some of the bullet points. The close. So this is this is the first sprint race, right? The first time yes. they've done this. What do you uh, think? I I, don't, I can't remember, and I'm not I'm not an F1 scholar, so somebody's going to best me on this. Uh, I don't remember if this is the first thing or not. I've not looked at that deeply, so let's let's uh, I'll put that out there. Uh, but it's definitely new this year I and mean, in recent years, correct? So yeah, it's, it's interesting. I think we'll it, it's it's it'll it'll be interesting to see how they race because um, from what I read, they were talking about. You know, do you really want to lay it all on the line uh, to win a sprint race where there's less points, yeah. and you know the risk of of wrecking or something, you know, and and not having a car or going to a backup car is well, you know, is it really worth one spot at the end of a race, you know, w- or will it just be follow the leader? Yeah, because the top spots get a couple points, not a ton, uh, but also <clears throat> the sprint race will set the field for the main race on Saturday or Sunday. So it's it's qualifying in that sprint form. Um, so there's there's several different things at stake. It's a qualifying, uh, but a points paying type of thing as well. Uh, so it's definitely got some stakes. It's definitely interesting. Uh, and in the UK, which is uh, I know our own 
uh, for Mad Sim Racing, our international uh, chief driver for Mad Sim Racing, our team, Marcus Spry, is is there. He is at Silverstone this weekend, and uh, it, it looks quite quite the buzz uh, for this as far as spectators being back. Good so, to see spectators back at everything. Yeah, that is true. Uh, we've experienced that ourselves, obviously, with starting with the Indy 500. Yeah. Uh, Rob Gorgar uh, has submitted from his inebriated location in the woods uh, in Canada uh, his predictions for the Grand Prix, uh, this being the Sunday race. Uh, Rob's predictions are Lewis Hamilton P1, Max Verstappen P2, and Charles Leclerc P3, and he threw in uh, George Russell scores his first points with Williams. Uh, he's really, he, really going then, out on the ledge. There, that's right. And yeah. then he sent, and then Rob sent after he gave those predictions, he <laughs> sent a picture of two dirt bikes with, I shit you not, blow up dolls blown up sitting on the dirt bikes. So I'll leave you that. I'll just say that. I don't know what else to say. Was he in the picture? He wasn't. But why okay. are why are they drinking in the woods of Canada? with two dirt bikes and two blow-up dolls riding the bikes. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't you say he was with his girlfriend? Uh, allegedly. Uh, I, 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 this isn't a guy's trip with the... I don't, I don't know what's going on. Now, wait a minute. Was one of those his girlfriend? I think we've got it figured oh, shit. out. Uh-oh. Oh, here so, we go. Did we just blow up Rob's spot? I think we got it figured out. Literally anybody, and figuratively. So you need to you need to ask him is is uh, which one of the two is his girlfriend. Then later on, he sent a picture of uh, spiced rum. Uh, has anybody ever seen the movie Laura's and the Real Girl? No, I've never even heard of it. Google it later. You'll get that joke on your own time. <laughs> um, so that those are Rob's picks. Pretty standard. Uh, Charles Leclerc. That maybe that's the bolder one. I mean, Hamilton Verstappen won two. It's just a 50-50 yeah. at this point. Um, and that third spot is either Sergio Perez or Protoss or McLaren or something like that. Um, Jerry, I think you're the only one of us that has made any adjustments to your fantasy league. Uh, what uh, What do you have on your fantasy league, Jerry? Do you have any big changes this week? So I actually changed my team because Sunoto had negative points and I wanted to get rid of him and I couldn't figure out how to get rid of him without getting rid of Hamilton because of the money cap. So I actually now have Verstappen as my Ah. driver. Um, Still have Perez, but uh, Shoemaker, Gasly, Raikkonen and Red Bull. But uh, I, I, my timing was uh, pure luck. But nonetheless, when uh, the last time I was on, I think I had Hamilton. I think it was a week later I changed, and now Verstappen's my leader. And by gosh, I'm in sixth place. It's not bad, Jerry. Out of 24? Not not bad bad. at all for someone who knows nothing about F1. (laughs) Bradley's in dead last. Uh, So I've got my same uh, Verstappen. Excuse me. My mic got knocked. Uh, Verstappen, Norris, Stroll, Oaken, Sonoda, Red Bull. I'm just going with Verstappen. I, I don't know whether they'll close the gap or not, but I'm I'm going with Red Bull to close this season out. I don't think I'm going to switch out. I think I'll stick with that. Yep, I think my team's pretty much set. Um, it's really hard. What I figured out is it's really hard within this parameter to change a driver because of the money. You know, you can't. Yeah. You know, you, you got to figure out who to get rid of to create the cash to buy a new driver. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty much rolling on what I got. 
Yeah, I think you're, I mean, if you're just kind of winging it this year, um, yeah. that's the, you're doing good if you're sixth. Yeah. Now, have you been watching F1 this year more than ever? I, I, I have been watching practice. I've been watching the show before the F1. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, it's for me, the, you know, the, the, not only do I enjoy the racing, it's really good and it's fun, but it's also like you wake up Sunday morning and watch it. It's, it's yeah. on, it's, it's awesome. So yes, I have become way more interested. I'm still, uh, I don't have time to get into it. We need to, I need to understand this team strategy thing. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not stupid. I understand teams, how they work, but I've never seen a team where you're going to sacrifice one driver um, and they're going to stay out on tires longer than they need to so that the other driver wins. When it seems to me, if they pit early, the both drivers would be ahead and the team would be ahead, but they're, I, I mean, I, this whole yeah. F1 team stuff has got me baffled. <laughs> it's, it's definitely unique and interesting. Um, I'm with you. I mean, as a North American, uh, you know, it, it's always the morning, morning coffee and breakfast and formula one. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, that's, it's, it's just a unique, that's what it is. And, uh, I, w- I, I do enjoy it that way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was a time when I would, uh, take a nap and set an alarm for the Australian Grand Prix at like 2 AM Eastern time, uh, when, when they race on that side of the planet. Um, it's just something about that was attractive to me and still is something about racing in a, basically a different country, every race. Uh, it's, it's the way I looked at it early on is my, my kind of first take on it was, geez, this is the, these are the Olympics of motorsport. Yeah. It's I awesome. Mean, I'm enjoying it. Thank you for, uh, getting me interested. <laughs> hey, listen guys, I got my text here. I got to run. I'm going to let you guys finish up. Thanks for having me and I'll talk to you later. That's Jerry Isaacs. Thanks for joining us for pretty much the whole show. We, we got him here. Uh, Patrick, any big takes on Formula One? Um, <laughs> well, in my honest opinion, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So, because I'm just barely ahead of Bradley. <laughs> you mean uh, position before last? Yeah, whatever. However you want to phrase it. <laughs> if, I, if I were to, If I were to take a... a I guess at the top three, I'm going to go Hamilton for Stappen, Botas. So you, that's, that's that you just went so easy there. Yeah. I give, I give Rob, I give Rob credit for, for picking Leclerc at this point. I I honestly, I, I, I've been following it. I've been watching it. I'm just terrible. at (laughs) you know, at picking and it's just like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. Whatever. <laughs> um, I'm going to, well, let's, I'm going to make this prediction then podium prediction. Um, Hamilton for Stappen Norris, Hamilton for Stappen Norris, not groundbreaking either. I know Hamilton for Stappen Norris. Norris. So, yeah. That's not really groundbreaking, groundbreaking, but it's yeah. a little out there. So let's see who, let's see if anybody gets close to it as far as podium predictions. Um, so to close out the show tonight, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and say what we teased, which is that uh, we as drivers and, and we as a team, our team is Mad Sim Racing. Um, finally, and we've had some wins. We've had some good times. Uh, we're one year into our endurance program uh, where we, we seriously worked and put work in 
picked up and recruited some excellent people for an endurance program uh, of people to team together, practice and, and spend time together ultimately. Uh, and last weekend uh, we compete competed in what was pretty much the wink, wink, I racing Lamont 24, the global, the VRS global endurance series with other, other tracks. Uh, but let's face it. I think everybody got the gist. It's the Lamont 24 without calling it that it was slipped in there. Um, and, and I think it was treated as such by most iRacing endurance people. Uh, so uh, my, Bradley, myself, Bruce Perry, who you know from this show, Cody Richardson, who you know from this show from Indianapolis, uh, and uh, Lucas uh, from, I believe, Sweden. I don't want to butcher the country. Uh, Sweden, I believe. Um, all of us teamed together. We had a team of uh, six. A uh, pretty decent super team, I would call it. Uh, and we drove a... Uh, Corvette GTE in the Le Mans 24, really not planning on much to happen. And uh, by God, we won the thing. We won the 24-hour Le Mans race. And uh, just we, we've got to – hopefully some guys are listening. We made some friends in there, told them about the podcast. And uh, what what an experience to win a 24-hour race. We've won a 6-hour. We've won a 12-hour at Bathurst. Um. My first, uh, as a co-driver, my first uh, endurance win of that stature, of a special event. Uh, I co-drove uh, six hours of spa win. Uh, but Lamar is where we started uh, with Rob Bradley and I and, and a few of us at Lamar in 2020. Very first endurance team race or special event that we did as a, a group of people. Uh, Patrick joined us like weeks after that i believe patrick you're like our number two guy yeah i joined initially as just an oval guy but i remember i i actually remember watching the spa race right Maybe that's before, what, yeah, right you before joined i started us and, yeah yeah you joined us and you were you were supporting us yeah it, it was literally right around the fourth of july last year when the spa race yeah. was yes it was it was early july yeah um and then and since then patrick has become a solid part of the endurance team uh, frequently me and Bradley will co-drive with Patrick because, uh, as you can hear from this, this show, Patrick is a, is a pretty chill guy to hang out with, um, for 24 hours. Uh, so often it's Bradley, me, Patrick, Rob, and uh, maybe one other person, uh, we're, we're the, the musketeers and, um, and we're going to give it another shot at spa by the way. Um, but uh, I, I don't, we don't talk a ton about our, our team stuff on the podcast because we don't, nobody's tuning in to hear us talk about a bunch of internal stuff. That's not what it's about. Uh, but it's, I mean, what, what a thing it keeps you going. It really gives you a shot in the arm as Bradley would say. Um, and it's just a good time uh, to be out there. Uh, it's, it's a competitive, uh, it makes me think of what, uh, the NFL player, Kyle Long, who's on iRacing, uh, the way he described it is uh, it kind of gives you that spirit of competition, that adrenaline rush that, that not a lot of things will do if you don't have that chance to be in some kind of team sport. Hmm. Uh, it's absolutely true. People get fired up, and it, uh, you can tell that energy just kind of lingers with them. And uh, it's it's unique. I mean, if you're going to talk games or whatever, I, I think it's a, something that's especially unique for sim racing. And I think it's just got to be said. Uh, we've been buzzing on it all week. Real excited. Hope some guys that were in that, that split with us are, are tuning in. Um, but yeah, it's great. Uh, so we got spa 24 coming up and I do next thing. The last thing I want to shout out is, uh, we had Jason on from operation motorsport a couple weeks ago, uh, for a great spot. 
And uh, since then, uh, Bradley and I will be driving two into the Apex sports cars in the Operation Motorsport iRacing League starting next Tuesday. Uh, I'll be driving the GT3 BMW uh, Open Class. Bradley, that bastard, will be driving in the Pro Class, a Corvette GTE, uh, into the Apex car. Uh, so we'll be representing this show in that league. We're honored to do it. Uh, we've got some pictures of those cars and whatnot on social media, at Mad Sim Racer on Twitter. Um, and uh, we'll keep everybody apprised of that on the show uh, and all for a good cause. And then, of course, Patrick, you, myself, Rob, and a few of us are representing Operation Motorsport in a BMW, or rather a Mercedes GT3, a beautiful Mercedes GT3, I may yes. add, in the Spa 24. And we're putting a lot of practice in for that. Yeah, and it's much needed, but hopefully we can continue the success that Madsen Racing has started to get this momentum going, and let's just keep on going. That's right. Victory. We, we won. We got a class win in the six hours of the Glen. We got a class win in the 24 hours of Le Mans. And by the way, this is not a... Uh, a, a, a roped off exclusive club if you want to join us go to madsimracing.com we're a friendly open community uh, and we like people um, so Patrick I think that's a good spot to end this I've really had fun on this one this is a good one yeah me too and I'm getting thirsty so I think it's time to have <laughs> another drink Patrick I think it's time to go find us an open race on iRacing and on cause some shenanigans night. Uh, cheers my friend and cheers. Uh, Everybody, we'll see you next week on Into the Apex. You've been listening to Into the Apex. Apex. Presented by Mad Sim Racing. Follow and join the team at madsimracing.com.